Back to the Crypto for Planners podcast, the most interesting CFP in the financial planning space. I am excited today to be joined by Sean Waters of Height Zero and the Planner Dow Branded Media Working Group. And you may not know this, but you know the working groups are not just you know social club hangouts. They are actually working to add value to the Planner Dow community. And today, I am thrilled to be able to announce and begin talking about the Crypto Playbook, um, which is a resource that the Branded Media um, group put together um, for CDA members to help understand and navigate the the different options and, and different players in the space. So with that, Sean, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate you having me on again. I'm really excited to be talking about uh, the playbook and the things that are all going on right now in the, the DAO. So really excited. Yeah. I So again, first and foremost, thank you. It, it is a, it's such an amazing thing to think about everyone in the DAO has a day job, right? Like we we are not just sitting around in a discord kind of, you know, chilling, playing Nintendo. Like we, we all have day jobs. We're all busy people. And yet we, we still have, you know, willing parties to step up and add value to the community. And so first and foremost, thank you for, for being one of those people. And the, the, the brand and media group is, is one that is incredibly active and helping promote and get the message out for, for the DAO. And so uh, we, we would be remiss if we didn't just pause and say, it's incredible that you find time in your insanely busy schedule to, to be able to, to create resources like this because they, they really are needed. Um, so help us understand what what was the genesis of the 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 crypto playbook and and kind of what was the the goal or the problem that you guys were trying to address and solve? Yeah, absolutely. So we took a step back and trying to figure out okay what were the key sort of uh, roadblocks in terms of gaining greater adoption by financial advisors and and uh, financial planners, wealth managers when it came to incorporating crypto in the practice. Uh, one of the first things to realize is just it was. Very over, over, it's a very overwhelming space to enter into, and it can be confusing. You don't know where to start. So just simply having a, a starting point and having uh, essentially a roadmap and understanding how to navigate this space and how one might want to go about um, first just understanding it, but then more importantly, how you could go about potentially incorporating into your practice. There weren't a lot of resources out there that served that need. It was very lacking. So you can go out there and find a ton of information about crypto, uh, but finding information that's relevant to a financial advisor perspective um, is, is is quite difficult. So we saw that there was this need for for support and resources uh, when it came to the financial advisor's view of crypto. And, and so that's really was our, our guiding principle in all of this. Um, on top of that, I think we also recognized that there was an opportunity here to, to create some additional value for the DAO itself, right? So we want to make the place, we want to make the DAO a place that people can come and get answers to the questions they have. So in creating this resource, not only is it going to help the advisors, but I think it's also going to help the DAO in terms of being able to engage with, with the with the masses, and, and again, kind of bringing more people in. And the more people we can bring in, the more we can do, and, and so on and so forth. And it becomes a very sort of um, exponential growth in terms of what we're able to to accomplish. No, that's that that's awesome, and yeah, I I think that that's that's always got to be the difference for for our community, right? Is that we, we have to be delivering real value to continue to onboard advisors, but then also to build out the infrastructure and the resources 
to, to help advisors implement this in their practice because it's it's still very, very, very early. And the, the number of firms um, engaging in this space is still pretty small. And so the, the, the easier we can smooth out some of those bumps, kind of take away some of those hurdles, some of those questions, I, I think it's, it's an incredible um, value. So let's, let's dive in a little bit into to this document. So um, why don't you talk to us about maybe just some of the different sections and, and maybe walk us through um, just some key highlights that you think are, I mean, I, it is very comprehensive. And so, you know, advisors who are, are going to be looking for it, it touches on just about every aspect of how to do digital assets in your firm, which again, like you were talking about, is, is incredibly helpful um, to have. But why don't you just walk us through some of the, the sections and talk some of the highlights that that you found uh, most helpful or most interesting? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, first and foremost, getting back to kind of the format, you mentioned it's section, section off. So, we wanted to be a very logical format. Uh, we wanted something that was kind of, you could easily follow along sort of step by step. So hence the name playbook. Um, you can think of it as uh, a guide, uh, a roadmap, a uh, cookbook, whatever. It's basically giving you all the information you need to ideally begin understanding crypto, but again, more importantly, starting to incorporate it into your business uh, and doing that in a very sort of logical format. So we identified several key areas that we felt were important to touch on um, from an advisor's perspective when trying to uh, to navigate the, the crypto ecosystem. And, and those um, start with things such as simple as getting educated, right? So what are some of the valuable resources that are out there? And as I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of information out there, um, but not necessarily a lot of good information. So mm -hmm. helping you distill that down and focus on content that would be relevant from, a, from an advisor's point of view. Uh, and so that can come in the form of newsletters, podcasts, guides. Uh, there's, like I said, a ton of information out there. And we've tried to sort of pick sort of the greatest hits, if you will, of things that, that would be relevant. Uh, we then get into talking about business objectives of your of your practice. Kind of what, what do you hope to accomplish by bringing in crypto? Are you, are you just simply trying to um, serve the needs of some of your existing clients who have asked for this? Or are you looking to um, grow your business by incorporating this, this, these um, new product offerings into into your suite of services. Uh, and then we start getting into some of the more tactical things like compliance and insurance coverage and billing and um, some of the administrative and reporting tasks, things around taxation, how you're going to account for that, um, some of the, you know, how that plays into the nuances of, of crypto, uh, state planning. So all things that you're generally doing today in your traditional, um, traditional financial planning, but now looking at it through the, the lens of, of digital assets and understanding the nuances that come about when when in working in this space and how it impacts those those common sort of requirements or objectives that you face in your day to day, um, and then we get a little we talk a little bit about solutioning to so talk about some of the the tech stacks and the products that are available out there today, uh, and then lastly just once you put all this together, how are you going to go out there and engage with the market? How are you going to let people know that this is something that you're doing? Um, because it is a value add, right? And it is something that you're presumably doing because you're trying to help people uh, out in the space. So you want to let them know. And so we talked a little bit too about how, how to get the word out. So um, again, very sort of modular. Uh, you can jump in. It, it You know, you can take it kind of one section at a time if you want. Um, it is somewhat comprehensive, I think. Uh, I appreciate you saying very comprehensive. I, I'm kind of a a tough uh, critic of myself. I think we can, <laughs> we can go deeper, but obviously this was, this was V1. And so to that point, um, we also wanted this to be a very dynamic document. So this is not mm. just simply a static point in time 
um, view of, of how you need to go about incorporating digital assets in your practice. Rather, this is something that will continually update uh, within the working group. We've committed to reviewing it at least on a quarterly basis. Um, and so what's nice here is while it can be a value to someone that's new to crypto, you if you're someone that's been working in this space for quite some time, you may also find value in it just in terms of keeping up with sort of the latest trends or latest resources that are available. No, I, I, that's, that's, that's well said. And, and yeah, the, the, the thing that I've, I've noticed that I, I like is, you know, typically when, when we're having conversations and people come to the DAO, um, you know, usually there is like one major pain point that they're dealing with, um, whether it's like a compliance or like a, you know, investment offering or, you know, should I, should I be running an SMA or, or, or outsourcing? And so th there's typically one thing that's really like drawing them to 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 reach out and and to connect with these resources. And so the fact that you've made it um very, very comprehensive, but also very easy to just say, hey, I, I really need to get this one question answered about billing and what my you know fee options are. Like that when you guys see this, like it's it's so easy to find answers and and to, to quickly figure out like oh okay this is what I need to do this is how I need to update my ADV and so I really appreciate the fact that you guys have made it um, very quick and easy to to sort of connect with the, the top of mind questions and then to to your point like I, I I'm also fascinated how it didn't just stay this sort of stale like here are the you know here, here are the, the the most basic requirements to just you know call this advice. Like here's actually ways that you need to think about. Um, you know that there's a lot of client facing value here as well for for your firm to to understand. You know how do you want to talk about this? You know how how do you want to to approach this? You know uh, you know opportunity for for your firm. And so the the fact that you can get both of those things, I think, is really helpful. Um, you know there's there's other resources in the traditional space. That is just like a massive, you know, glob of options. And sometimes, I mean, obviously th those things are helpful. It helps curate, you know, a hundred page Google search into just, you know, uh, like a PDF that shows, you know, here are the SMA options or here, you know, some, some, you know, solutions, but sometimes there's not a lot of context there. And so that's what I think you guys have done a really good job with is you've provided details, you've provided context so that. If if you were coming in completely green, going, I heard about this crypto thing. I think it's cool. How do I get started? Th this can systematically walk them through a process to address all their major issues operationally. But then, how how am I going to actually market this? How am I actually going to speak to clients about this? So, um, th those were just some things that stuck out to me. What if if you were you know putting this thing together? What what was maybe something that surprised you or um, just maybe spark the most kind of conversation or, or, you know, internally about like how you were going to do this. Is is there one, one maybe section or, um, you know, maybe topic that, that really just as you were doing this. And again, you're, you're, a, you're in the trenches, you know, grizzly veteran, uh, you know, in the crypto space, is, is there something that you found kind of fascinating or, or just again, what was, what was surprising to you guys? Well, I'd say it's crypto, so everything's surprising, right? <laughs> so just give it a minute, the world changes. Uh, so I'd say maybe not so much surprises, but just sort of validation or realizations. Um, a couple of things that jump out at me. Uh, so first off is just, yeah, obviously, the, our mission statement was based on the idea that there's a lot of information out there and we're trying to distill it down. But 
it's not to actually go out there and start really looking at all the information and cataloging it. And, you know, you might get multiple newsletter emails um, today and not think much of it. Maybe just for a lot of them, you're just quickly sending to the inbox. But when you start writing down all these different things that are out there, you're like, wow, just mind blowing how much information is yeah. out there. Uh, but again, to that point, then how much information is out there and, and in some cases, how much bad information is out there. So yeah. Um, yeah. really just that, I think, was sort of a, a validation or a recognition on on our part is like, wow, they're, they're, you know, um, for those that have been in the space a while and, and have a little bit better understanding and grasp, it's a little bit easier to sift through all of that. But if you were coming into this completely green, like you said, I can completely appreciate how that would be totally overwhelming, especially when you're dealing with like a technology. And if you're not a technology savvy person, it just seems like this just seems completely foreign to you and it's overwhelming and there's so much information and who do I trust and where do I go? So I think just that um, understanding of that and that, that recognition of it was, was, you know, a, a key, key theme for us. I, a couple other things um, sort of along the, the idea of the volume of data is it's really interesting to see the, the interest uh, in crypto and where it sits. Not, it's not just now isolated to these like, crypto only type organizations and groups, it's certainly perme permeated into the mainstream. And um, obviously when we were at our height, probably in the last year, right? Um, you go to a lot of traditional news sources and financial news sources, and they might be putting out 10 different articles a day in their newsletter to like recap things. Half of them might've been actually crypto at that point in time, which was just mind boggling, right? Yeah. And it was like dominating the, the news cycle. Um, and then obviously things kind of uh, came apart at the seams a little bit here over the last few months. Um, and you saw that obviously retract and, and it was kind of radio silent, but it quickly bounced back and you're already starting to see one, two, three articles again now in these newsletters that are that are crypto focused. So it's interesting to me in that uh, that interest really hasn't waned much. You know, there was a sort of intermediary dip, if you will, um, although it was very short lived and it's already starting to pick back up. So I think it's great that, um, you know, crypto has really started to gain traction with the masses, even if people aren't necessarily utilizing yet or participating in in the blockchain technology and in DeFi and things of that nature from an investor perspective i think it's exciting at, at a minimum that people are just are aware of it and are excited about it mm -hmm. and are interested in it and want to learn more um the last thing i would say kind of just from a sort of a learning for me maybe just more specifically to personalize this is um you know we all started from from somewhere right and we all came into this at some point not knowing about crypto and so um as I talked about earlier, it can seem daunting. Well, I was that person at one point where I came in and was just like, yeah, you heard about it. You thought it was maybe the speculative entry man. And then um, you're kind of like, I don't know. There's, everyone had that kind of aha moment where it was like started to click for him. And so um, I would say to anyone coming into this, particularly anyone that's new, but even people that have been here for a while, it's, um, it, you know, the the beauty of the blockchain technology is this this sort of immutable concept, right? Where things are locked down and they stay the same, uh, you know, both in terms of like when you're writing to a ledger, but really more from an abstract perspective is where you have these this code. And generally speaking, the, the beauty in it is that code can't be changed. And so why that's, it, when you kind of extrapolate that out and think about that in terms of like how you approach learning something is, it's nice to know that you can learn something and it's not going to change. It will evolve. You know, that's the beauty of the blockchain. Mm -hmm. it can, it's compostable and it can be built upon and, and it can certainly um, change over time with regard to how it's able to support people but that technology will remain constant. So once you can master those basic concepts and kind of understanding like how a blockchain works and, and how things interact, everything around that is just sort of noise. And, and, and it becomes pretty easy then to start to understand 
you know, which noise to listen to and which not when you want to have that core understanding. And so again, that's kind of how we tried to build this guide out is to give you these very sort of iterative foundational understandings and, and sort of logically work, walking through it. So that at the end of it, it kind of all starts to, to come together. And then as you move forward and new stuff comes out, um, yeah, it's new information, but it's applying to that same foundational right. capabilities that you, you understand so well now at that point. And so it doesn't, doesn't seem so. No, I say all that, you know, with one exception, which is obviously the merge is going on as we speak. Um, so that would kind of be the one, the one caveat to that was like, okay, yeah, Ethereum was like, yeah, we actually, we did want to completely change how, how the system works, but the, the merge aside, everything else pretty much stays, stays the same. It's funny because that literally just summarizes like all of crypto, right? Like <laughs> that you have the, this immutability concept and then it's crypto. So it's going to change. And it is <laughs> always, you know, there's always something uh, fascinating and interesting going on. Um, but no, I, I really appreciate you framing it, um, that, that journey, because I remember, you know, feeling like I was early to the space. I probably wasn't, um, you, you very much felt like you're on an Island, right? Like your, your, your traditional advisor people cohorts were just kind of looking at you funny, kind of scratching their head. Like, what, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what, why are you into this other thing? And it just kind of makes you feel like you, you're sort of alone in this idea that this, this is, you know, this is an incredible opportunity. This is such a revolutionary technology, but you, you just felt alone in that. And that's really one of the cool parts of what the DAO represents is like, hey, listen, you're, you, you are not, an outsider thinking about this, you know, you might be earlier than, than some. And so our numbers are not as, you know, great or as big as the traditional space, but now we, we, we can sort of, you know, collaboratively source all of our experience together and all of our understanding and put together a, a way. And this really is what this represents is this sort of collaborative learning that's happened for the last two or three years, you know, that, um, the, 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 things being built in the space, the the different solutions that have, have come about, we, we can pool all of that knowledge together and share it. And that's one of the defining markers of our community is that we are very serious about collaborating and educating and innovating together. You know, those, those cute little things that happen, on, you know, you, you see it, they actually mean something to us. And this is a, a I think, one of the the defining markers we put down that says we we are serious as a community about those values and here here's something to demonstrate it. So um, no, I, I I really appreciate you framing that journey and again summarizing it in such a way that anyone for no matter where they are if they have one pain point or they just want to get started from scratch and say help me figure this thing out. Um, that there's actually something for everyone in this document. And so that's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty amazing accomplishment that you could have met the needs of the, the noob off the street to the person who says, Hey, I'm really looking to better understand my ENO insurance options. And I, I can, I can find solutions to that, uh, to that problem, that pain point. Um, so in, in that sort of vein, you, you mentioned that this is not a static sort of, you know, doc that, that just, lives you know someplace that we, we we're still trying to figure out so you know stay tuned but how, how do you want the the community to engage this this document what what is your hope that the you know other planet out advisors can either contribute feedback um you know help how, how how do you see that collaboration continuing um now that we have like sort of the starting point 
Yeah. So it's again, two points on that in terms of the impact on the, on the community. Uh, so first off, I just think from like a macro level, what our hope is this document does is it supports our mission statement, which at the Dow is to empower financial professionals to make digital assets and decentralized, decentralized finance accessible to all investors. And so in a very basic you know, way, we just hope that this gets helps bring more people into the door, into the into the crypto ecosystem. And and if we can do that through through the 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 doors of the of the DAO community, I think all the better. Uh, I think at a more ma- micro level, kind of ground level, ground floor, I talked about. You know, I think this is a great way where we can also provide value within the DAO in terms of creating resources and content to help people along. And whether it's about getting people onboarded and understanding, um, or providing additional incremental information um, or, or helping to answer specific questions um, and really trying to move the industry forward uh, in, in addressing kind of the needs and wants of, of the industry. And so I think that's where, for me, uh, hopefully this, this demonstrates that like what we can do in the DAO, particularly when we work together. So you know, quick quick shout out to my to my Brandon Media Workgroup um, uh, fellow teammates and, and, and the work they put into this. It was, it was awesome to work with everyone on. It was definitely a, a collaborative effort. And so I thank them all immensely for, for, for all the time and energy they put into this. Cause I, 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 we, I do think the the end result is, it's, is something pretty cool and um, certainly something that I think we should all be really proud of within, within the DAO. So, and so hopefully like this demonstrates what, what we can do when we come together and work, work together and that, um, it doesn't have to, we don't have to go it alone. Uh, I think, you know, you talking about, um, you had your conversation with, with Adam Burke, I give Adam a shout out cause he's a, he's a fellow, uh, Brandon Media Workgroup member, but on your previous podcast he, he attended and his big thing was his realization that he doesn't want to build alone anymore, right? He doesn't want yeah. to go forward alone. He wants, he wants to, to build together. And I think this is a prime example of where we can come together and build together and, and it'll benefit everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there, there's definitely something unique about this technology. It just, it, it by its definition, by its very existence, it, it is designed to connect. And, you know, we, we've all come from these more traditional financial, I shouldn't say we all, I know you and I have come from these traditional places um, from finance that tend to be a little bit more siloed and a little bit more like, hey, we're you're my competition. I'm not going to talk to you because you might be going after the same clients or the same opportunities. And so, you know, we we were cordial, but we weren't exactly willing to collaborate ever. Um, and, and that's that's what's so unique about uh, about this. And um, I would just add, if if you're out there and you're listening to this, like this is why we uh, we encourage you to join working groups. Um, there are real people. They're actually nice people and they are, are are coming together to figure out how to add value to the community, how to push the space forward. So I, I would encourage you, we will actually probably in our show notes um, have a way to join the Brandon Media Working Group um, because they really are on the forefront of pushing the the the, the planner DAO community forward. And, and again, like we started off by just saying thank you, Sean, for um, putting this together. You, the whole working group, you know, you guys put in a lot of time and effort and we will have some more details coming out about how to access this um, and, and how to, uh, you know, sort of engage with this content and maybe even provide feedback and, and just, you know, again, we we would love for you to see what's possible and come join in on, you know, building out um, the resources, the infrastructure that the community needs. So with that, Sean, I'll, I'll give you the, the the last word and then uh, we'll we'll call it a day. Yeah. I- just uh, again, appreciate the time, Justin, and the opportunity to come and talk about the work that's being done, uh, not just 
here specifically with the with the playbook, but just the DAO as a whole. And uh, I, I think you, you, know, you hit the nail on the head. Likewise, in terms of we're all in this together, and uh, the more we work together, the more we can achieve. And as cheesy and as cliche as that sounds, um, <laughs> that's fine. It can be cl- cheesy. It can be cliche because guess what? It works and it's effective. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's driving results. So that's okay. I'll take the. Uh, um, I'll take all of that if it means that it gets us to, to the right end place. So, um, so yeah, we appreciate the opportunity to talk uh, about the work going on and we would love to have anyone come along with us in this journey. All are welcome. And it's, it's a very inviting place and, um, you know, and it's not always about work too. We do have virtual happy hours and other fun <laughs> events and we certainly, there's exciting stuff on coming down the pipe in terms of, uh, next year's crossroads conference. I know that details on that are getting solidified. So, um, as well as various meetups at, at all the conferences going on. So a lot of fun stuff, whether it's virtual or in person or some combination there within um, tons of opportunity to participate and to contribute and to help us uh, achieve that mission statement that, that we spoke of earlier. So really looking forward to it. That's, that's awesome. Well said. Well, that's the Crypto for Planners podcast, guys. The most interesting CFP in the world. Stay crypto, my friends.